Welcome to the Table Stakes Podcast, presented by Xenial, where we discuss the business and technology issues affecting enterprise restaurant brands. I'm your host, Andy Grindstaff, restaurant enthusiast, technology optimist, and one of the product leads here at Xenial. Xenial is made up of super passionate and innovative people. My colleague, Tama Looney, is no exception. Besides being a firecracker of a technology enthusiast, Tama serves as our brand executive for our analytics and customer engagement solutions. She has a series of podcasts called Tama Talks. In this series, Tama talks with people involved in technology and innovation, asks them to share their personal story, recent projects, accomplishments, and the like, with the goal of inspiring her listeners. Recently, Tama hosted Alice Crowder, Vice President of Menu Innovation and Strategy at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Alice shares about the things and people that inspire her and how she and a very diverse team at Tropical Smoothie devise new menu offerings. And that's just for starters. You won't want to miss a second of this episode. Enjoy. Hello, welcome to Tama Talks, where we ask those involved in restaurant technology and innovation to share their story and help us inspire others. I am your host, Tama Looney, and today I am joined by the lovely Alice Crowder, who is the Vice President of Menu and Innovation at Tropical Smoothie. Welcome, Alice. Thank you, Tama. Delighted to be with you. To get us started, could you tell us a little bit about who you are and what it is that you do? Um, yeah, big question, but briefly, I am, uh, I like to say I'm a maven, a marketer, a mother, uh, and any other alliterative responses that I can come up with. Uh, I've been in the industry, I started out in packaged goods um, and moved to restaurants about 10 years into my career uh, and discovered that I was a restaurant person. It takes a special breed of uh, intellect and drive, I think, to work in the restaurant industry. And I'm so pleased that um, I found my home in terms of uh, a career and a place to be. Currently, I work for a Tropical Smoothie Cafe running menu strategy and innovation. And the two main purposes behind my role are to lead a team that creates uh, compelling and relevant and traffic driving and profitable LTOs for our cafes. Uh, and the second piece, which is just as important, is to continue to develop a core menu that works as hard as it can for our cafes and our franchisees. Uh, and that's how I spend my days. We are focused on innovation during this series. Can you tell me a little bit about what that word means to you and how you foster it for yourself and with your team? Sure. For me, innovation is all about uh, looking for a different way or a new way to, to solve a problem or meet a need. And it always starts with a question, right? It always starts with how do we create something that is relevant or meaningful or better for the people that we serve? And that's really at the core of what we do every day uh, at Tropical Smoothie. Um, we break down those needs into uh, specific projects that we are led to through the voice of the consumer. And then we have a, a an ideation process and a validation process that comes from that. So say we've decided that we need a new flatbread. One of the things that we'll do is cast a fairly wide net with our ideation. And we do that in a number of different ways. Maybe we do um, dine rounds. Maybe we have, we have something called an alpha chef uh, 
program where we create almost like a creative brief for our partner chefs and have them ideate on uh, some ideas. Then we do an internal ideation with people both in and out of our department. And we end up with this whole bucket full of ideas, what you've probably heard people talk about as the top of the funnel. And once we have those ideas, we do some internal uh, green, red, yellow determinations on them, and we take the best of the bunch and put them through a traditional concept sort. Now, our concept sorts are run a, with a typing tool that the head of our insights group has developed for us. So we're actually getting responses uh, and feedback on concepts from the people who are most likely to be our guests. So as much as I love you, there may be someone who is a heavier user of the brand that I want to hear more from on whether a concept works from them. So we get all of that information back and determine what our strongest ideas are. Once we have those strongest ideas, we do a couple of different things with them. One is called a simulated market test. Before we ask our franchisees to take anything into their own cafes, we do a, kind of an LTO online, if you will, and it's called an SMT or simulated market test, where, again, people selected using that typing tool, people who are likely to be our guests, go online and order from our menu uh, with the LTOs included. And we do it monadically, which just means that some people, uh, each respondent only sees one type of stimulus. Uh, from that, we have a pretty good idea of not only um, do people like the idea, the concept of it from the concept sort, we have a good idea of how, at what rate are they likely to buy it from the simulated market test. Simulated market test includes, as you can guess, some merchandising that shows the picture. So we get a feel for the visual appeal of the product. And then finally, if it does well on those two platforms, it goes into something called a CLT or a central location test. It's a quantitatively significant taste test, if you will, where we bring a whole bunch of people into a facility, again, using the typing tool, and they taste those products and they tell us what they like or don't like about them. So by that point, I know that people like the idea. We know that um, they are likely to buy it. And now we are measuring do they, are they likely to like what they taste? Because the best idea in the world is nothing if it tastes awful. So <laughs> in these sessions, we find out, oh, I think that had too much basil or, oh my gosh, I thought you needed more cheese. Or it really gets down to the granular level with each recipe so that when we move to a market test or to put something on the calendar, we know it's the strongest offering we can put forward for our guests. Thank you, Alice. That's perfect. So you talked about several different things. Uh, one of them is how you bring menus to life, thinking through your Alpha Chef program and really how you can temper that, uh, what we used to call the golden palette, where executives kind of choose what they're going to use, what they're going to bring down to the market uh, using research and data. So by using that, I know you talked about CLTs and, and great 
things in terms of simulated market tests. So talk to me about how you see technology playing a role in that and how technology plays a role in your innovation, especially given what COVID is doing and really, you know, not allowing people to come in and do the tests that that you're probably used to doing. Yeah, COVID, uh, COVID has made us all grow. It's made us more innovative, if you will, um, whether you like it or not. And, and there's been some good and some bad. Now, the good thing about tools like a concept sort or simulated market test are that people can do those from their home. We find the right person to whom to ask the question, and then they give us a response. The CLTs are tougher. We have worked with our partners in that and, and done the required um, and recommended distancing between uh, our respondents so they can okay. come in and safely test those products. Um, so we've, we've managed that well. Uh, ideation itself is tougher. I think there is, is no better um, no better time than sitting around the table with a team uh, or a group of people and talking about the business. Those are when those really creative sparks happen. And it is something I think we miss in COVID. Zoom is lovely, uh, but it's not the same as being face-to-face. -face. Uh, in terms of the golden palette, everyone has a golden palette. I learned a long time ago that my golden palette is, is more like lead. Uh, I never <laughs> guess right. Uh, and it has made me uh, even more committed to a process. And as I talk to my franchisees, they are aligned with that process. So uh, as I as I talk to them about a product, um, it's it's interesting now to hear them talk back to me and say, well, tell me what the uniqueness score was on that when you did it. Or they'll taste something and say, uh, I recently had a tasting with one of my favorite franchisees. And he said, uh, I think it, you know, it feels like it might have a little too much spice in it. But, but you know, let's see what the CLT says, because that's, that's, who, that's who needs to tell us as the guest. Uh, and, and it takes the guesswork out of it, right? A golden palate is, um, is, uh, sometimes right and sometimes wrong but if you have quantitatively significant data to back up your opinion that's the only time when you should really place a bet on it for your franchisees that's great alice thanks one of the things that i want to focus on is the fact that you have such a great and robust franchise community and communication with them which i think is very helpful when it comes to innovation because as we know, lots of franchisees are extremely innovative. They push the envelope and they challenge us at corporate to sometimes bring, you know, they bring us along. And, you know, one of the things that I've heard franchisees called, or even people within corporate that challenge the system and bring them along is, is what's called an entrepreneur. So someone that has an entrepreneurial spirit, but inside. And tell me a little bit about your team and the team that you look to work with. How do you encourage them to be a part of your process and what does that look like so um i actually have a, a mentor at tropical smoothie a, a woman named cheryl fletcher who runs all of our um construction and development and, she, and she's wonderful and whenever she speaks she says by the way all of you are part of the development team and in the same way i think everyone who has a role in tropical smoothie is part of the innovation team um, I have a smaller team that is attached, if you will, to my team that meets on a weekly basis. Someone from supply chain, someone from operations, and someone from analytics. And as a group, we work through 
our plans for the upcoming promotions or menu optimization or what have you. And I think having a group of people with different jobs, different focuses, different viewpoints, different motivations is what helps you get to uh, a more complete idea and more complete action. Now, aside from that, um, we have a, a franchisee subcommittee on menu innovation and um, and strategy, and we meet about once a month, and they are a wonderful group of franchisees. Uh, I talk to them all several times um, a month just to catch up on the business, because when you think about an entrepreneur, as you said, we all have one viewpoint, but the franchisees and the our partners there are living it every day. So they're going to have a perspective and a line sight to reality that we really need to incorporate into everything we do. I may have uh, making it up like an amazing egg souffle idea, but if it's not going to work in the back of the house and it's not going to be something that our, um, that our team members can embrace, then it shouldn't get all stopped. That's excellent. Cross-functionality is so important to innovation. Uh, and that kind of brings me to diversity. So we're, we're focused primarily in the restaurant industry, as you know, and it is completely the backbone of America. And it's interesting, too, that if you look at industry statistics, women and men enter the industry at the same rate. So basically 50% of the entry-level positions in the restaurant industry are filled by women. However, only 18% of the C-level positions are filled by women. Why do you think that is? I mean, statistically, I would, I would think that it's an issue that we have in any industry. I actually think that it is um, that the restaurant industry is leading the way uh, in that kind of representation. Um, the restaurant industry, because I believe it is so focused on our guests and hospitality and making a place for everyone, it makes it um, not easier, but a more necessary for women to be included on uh, senior levels, uh, because that's part of making a space for everybody. That's part of making everyone comfortable. And if you don't have that kind of diversity, then you're likely not making a place for everyone. We're so uh, blessed at Tropical Smoothie to have some really stellar female executives. I mentioned Cheryl Fletcher, who's a, a mentor of mine. Um, the head of HR for our company uh, is a, a woman named Loretta Sexton, who's particularly gifted. Uh, and I think when you see this mix of, uh, of women and men and um, different political viewpoints, different um, backgrounds, different races, coming together with the single focus of creating a enjoyable experience for our guests, good things just happen. Great points. So let's circle back to your role now. How long have you been with Tropical Smoothie again? Just a little over a year. And why did you choose that role? What grabbed your attention about it? And why did you choose to go there? Well, first of all, I love the brand. It's a, a phenomenal brand. Uh, it, um, it's growing very quickly. It is made up of people who truly believe in it and are dedicated to it. And there's something about being a part of a culture 
that cares about its franchisees and its employees that makes you your best self. Our CEO, Charles Watson, who I just couldn't adore more, um, talks a lot about culture and lives culture. Uh, if you've heard him speak, it's this very inspirational um, dedication to the business and the guest and the brand as if he himself has a personal relationship with it. And I, I think he does. Um, so I, I fell under that thrall fairly quickly. <laughs> the job itself is what I love. Um, my team gets tired of hearing me say it's all about process and communication, but that's what innovation is. And to be able to come into a brand and start to introduce those ideas and expand on what was already there and work with the kind of people who are truly focused on the end experience and the impact to the guest uh, while doing it smartly. I mean, profitability is important, but um, in the decision tree at Tropical Smoothie, it really is about the guest and the franchisee. Uh, and, and that's how I'm oriented as well. So I find it highly rewarding. What's the biggest area related to your role that you're curious about now and why? Is it COVID impacted? You just tell me. I'm curious about so much. I think people get tired of having my questions, but I think the, <laughs> the biggest piece is, is related to COVID and it's about the changes we're seeing in consumer behavior as a result of COVID and, uh, and, and the lockdowns and the opening ups and everywhere else. We're seeing um, changes like people shifting away from breakfast and into dinner. Um, we're seeing large family orders as opposed to individual orders. We're seeing a lot more third-party delivery and curbside. Um, and I think as people are redefining their relationship with food and dining out and with brands, it's so interesting to me to think about how do we anticipate those changes and then how do we meet those needs for our guests so that we're already a solution by the time they're asking a question. So we're going to play like you have an extra million dollars, $2 million, $3 million. We're getting, you have some extra revenue in your budget right now. What would you spend it on? To me, and we've had these conversations as a brand, digital is, is so important. The digital interface with the guest, whether it's helping them understand the menu better, whether it's helping them to get through the order process more efficiently and at a higher level of satisfaction, to how do we communicate with them, to how do we get the food and smoothies to them in a way um, that meets their new expectations. That's where I'd spend my money. We have heard that so much here at Xenial, especially with COVID, about how do you really infuse this new world order into the customer experience? So we've seen the way that the customer expects to be treated completely change, right? So we see how they want to pay is different, how they want to utilize your brand, where they want to pick up. 
how they want you to handle things. Everything has changed. And being able to voice that to the consumer, be able to get them in, has been something that Xenial has really excelled in. Thinking about it from an acquisition perspective, front of house, middle of house, back of house, all of that has been really just completely revolutionized since COVID. So I completely agree with you on that. So Moving on, you were chosen for this podcast because you have been such an inspiration to me along my career. I would love who to hear who or what really inspires you. Uh, gosh, there's a lot of things that inspire me. Um, there's that old story about going to college and and just doing what interests you, what what motivates you. And I'm a big believer in that. I'm a big believer in... Um, getting as many different inputs as possible. So um, I read a lot. I watch uh, a lot of, of film. I read nonfiction. I listen to podcasts because even though it's not directly related to the food industry, there's always something there that triggers a thought about our business. Uh, in terms of businesses, I think 3M is amazing. I've followed them since... I graduated college and the way they approach innovation, um, the way they encourage it, the way they nurture it within the organization. Everybody will tell you Amazon and Netflix, and of course, they're an inspiration. Um, in terms of people, I've been fortunate enough to work with some amazing people within the industry, a lot of them at Tropical Smoothie. Um, my relationship with you, I have always found to be very inspiring because I think that you encourage a, um, a broadening of thought that lets good ideas come in. Um, we've worked with a, a gentleman, Jason Abelkop, who uh, who really encourages people to be at their best while serving the best interest of the brand. Uh, in my company, our CEO, Charles Watson, um, and, and Cheryl Fletcher in, in development have been um, leaders against whom I benchmark. Um, and then really our internal team, both my peers and, and the folks I'm fortunate enough to have on my team, I get inspiration from every day. And I think that when you're in the the foxhole, to use a, a war metaphor, with folks, you you really learn a lot about them. And if it's a good relationship, they encourage you to be even better than you are. Great. All right. So if you could step into my shoes, what would you have asked yourself that I did not? I would ask myself, uh, if I were you, I would ask me what's next. And I don't have an answer to that question. Uh, and I think that's what's exciting about getting up and coming to work every morning. Like, what are we going to do today? What mountain are we going to find to climb today? Um, and it's one of the things I love about food service marketing. It's one of the things I love about this brand in particular um, is that there's always a future to, to plan towards. All right, great. I have one final question for you. What is your best tip for making the world a better place? My best tip for making the world a better place you know, I, I go back to Mr. Rogers, and I know a lot of people do, but I think about this, this idea of just being kind to each other. You know, everybody has, I truly believe everybody goes into their day 
trying to do the best they can. And if their uh, motivations are a little at odds with your motivations, it doesn't mean that they're wrong. Uh, it just means that you may have to make a little more space for them while they're making a little more space for you. And I think if we all operated in that way, uh, it would be a more pleasant world. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I do want to thank my guest, Alice Crowder, the Vice President of Menu and Innovation at Tropical Smoothie for joining us today and helping to continue to inspire me and hopefully our listeners as well. We are looking forward to watching the great ways that Alice continues to innovate and inspire her team. So I do want to thank our audience for joining us as well. And if you'd like to reach out to me directly, please feel free to email me at tama.looney at zenial.com. That's it for Tama Talks today. Tune in as we continue to feature restaurant professionals who create, inspire, and innovate and are continually pushing others to do the same. Thanks so much. And thank you, Alice. If you have any questions about what you heard today or would like to suggest a topic or guest for an upcoming episode, we want to hear from you. You can reach us at tablestakes at zenial.com. Tablestakes is produced by Michael Kowalski. Our audio engineer is Joseph Hawk. And I'm your host, Andy Grindstaff.